When he sings about those babies have a special place there in heaven, I just wonder when I get there. And I get to go by and see them. I just wonder maybe if Henry and Amelia, if they won't say, I was looking for you, Papa. Not only those two, but millions of others. I just wonder if God will let me visit a couple million years just in the baby section. May not mean nothing to you. But me and my wife lost one also. I just wonder when I get to heaven if that unborn child will say, Daddy, if I don't stir you this morning, that some little unborn child will look at you and call you Daddy or Grandpa or Hain or Uncle. I don't know. I don't have any scripture for that. But that's a thought that I've got in my heart that I want to go by that place just to visit for a while because I love children that much. I know of several folks that's lost several children, five and six sometimes, some more than that. I just wonder... When we get to heaven, if all of those voices will ring out, that'd be heaven for me, wouldn't it, you? But to be able to think that Christ will be there also. The thought I had on my heart this morning to preach to you was how to overcome when you're overwhelmed. You know, I, I can't make it any simpler than John three sixteen. For God so loved the world that he gave, and he has given us Jesus as a way of escape. I don't know about you, but I, I'm living in a world that I'm overwhelmed in. COVID has overwhelmed a lot of folks. The economy right now, I mean, Beardy and I was talking about it earlier, but my wife and I have this conversation weekly. I mean, them dollar items is up to $1.49. Where will it end? You go and, as they said, national news, the same groceries last year cost you $463 more this year. Gas prices are still outrageous. Everything's going up. Seems like the world's going down. Overwhelmed would be a good word to use in this day and hour. 
we're overwhelmed with people saying, oh, it's okay. Do whatever you want to do. You can go to heaven. Oh, I had that conversation when I was in the movie up there, Winter People. When they made the statement as I was in that van, blue snow was a blowing, it was about 28, 29 degrees, and wind blowing about 25, 30 mile an hour. And one of them said, why, you can do all the sex, drugs, and rock and roll and still go to heaven. Boy, the Holy Ghost fired me up that morning. There wasn't nobody left in that van but the driver and my family. We're talking about a 20-passenger van. They would rather get out in that cold, blowing snow than hear the truth. Isn't that sad? But see, that statement didn't overwhelm me because I know where my name's recorded. And I know the difference. You cannot do the things of this world and make heaven your home. Can't live like hell. And go to heaven. But we're overwhelmed this day and hour with so many religions that teach you can. Our government teaching the same thing. Oh, you have to be tolerant. My God has never tolerated sin, but he did tolerate the sinner. If he had not tolerated the sinner, there wouldn't be none of us here today. I'm glad he had mercy and grace. I'm asking you this morning, what has overwhelmed you? The job situation? I, I was talking to a gentleman yesterday, and, and I said, where did all the workers go? He said, when they make more money not working, they go home. And he began to tell me about, and I wish I'd have paid a little more attention to the first what he was saying. But this program, whatever it was, is paying them $30,000 a year to stay at home. Well, if they're paying you $30,000 to stay at home, that's like making sixty or 70000 Why would they work? I, I tell you, I'm overwhelmed with that. I, I, I just don't understand. Uh, it's just like all of a sudden, a few years back, where'd all the money go? Oh, we got a shortage. Remember, we couldn't even find change. Where'd it go? Did they pile it up and burn it? I'm still getting nickels and dimes and quarters from 25 years ago. So that tells me they didn't pile it up and burn it. So what happened to it? i tell you, I, when I first walked into a store and they, they said, we can't give you no change. Can you have plastic on you and you can use that? You know what I thought? They're forcing us to get rid of cash. They want to know every dime you spend. Our government has hired 87,000 IRS agents and armed them. But they want to take the guns from you and I. I'm overwhelmed. 
They didn't hire 87,000 folks to help you, encourage you, go through all the legal mumbo-jumbo they got in the world today. They got 900 pages and say nothing. And people that's worked hard to get it can't get it. And that's sad. It's sad that folks are overwhelmed in this day and hour that we're living in. But listen to me. They're not running to Jesus. Churches aren't full. Ask anybody you want to. Plenty of room in every church of every pastor I've talked to. People that was there for 30 and 40 years have not come back. Churches shutting the doors. Up for sale. Giving them away. I like what Brother Donald Dover said down there in the message the other night. Stir up the gift that's within you. You know that will help you from being overwhelmed if you have that gift of God in you. And if you don't have that gift, I'm talking about salvation, name written in the Lamb's Book of Life, you're born again. If you don't have that, no wonder you're overwhelmed. I just wonder this morning, let me look and see what time it is. Oh, it's only 12.20. I thought it's 1.30. I want to ask you something this morning, and I'm going to close. Tanya, uh, God saves old sinners. Can you do that, honey? What's overwhelmed you? Let me just come down front a minute. Now, I'm going to get personal. Is that going to hurt anybody's feelings? If it is, raise your hand. Say, don't even ask me. Don't look at me. Don't talk to me. I'll get madder than a bull at you. <laughs> don't jump me out of church if I call your name. I keep telling you, one of these days I'm going to call names and say, you need to come pray. Woo, wouldn't that make a whole congregation mad? Right? Have you ever had your name called out? Oh, yeah, yeah. Mine was called out regular when I was in school. I mean, the intercom stayed hot with my name. Every time you heard static, I just got up. I know they're calling me. Why? Because I was usually guilty. Can I ask you one serious question? Is everything okay between you and God? Without exception, I'm asking you that question. Is everything settled with you and God? It's been sung about, it's been testified about. Sometimes we let life overwhelm us so much, we forget the blessings that she sung about. We forget, don't that sound like heaven? We forget that God wants to bless us instead of blister us. Is everything going to be okay? No. The Word of God said it rains on the just and the unjust. Meaning, you're going to have troubles and trials and tribulations in this life. But how you handle them? Who do you turn to? Determines exactly where your heart is.
when you're overwhelmed with, I don't know. Anybody ever been there? You just didn't know what to do. When you were in that situation, did God ever come to your mind and say, I really need to pray? Not just prayers of, of the lips, but of the heart. Tanya said it best a while ago when she said, I talk to God just like I talk to you. And that's the way we need to talk to God. Because God knows your heart anyway. But being overwhelmed means that the devil has done something to aggravate, agitate, and try to overcome. And if he can get you overcome, he'll get you to backslide so far out of God's will. Are you with me? Say amen. amen. So I'm asking you this morning, is everything okay with you and God? You know your name's written in the Lamb's book of life. Say amen. amen. You know that you're in God's will today. That wasn't quite as enthusiastic as it should have been. You know why? Because we all have doubts. And we know we've sinned and come short. I want to help you this morning. You are an overcomer through Christ Jesus are you perfect no way no way here's a question brother Rick we need to ask ourselves am I striving you know what striving means I'm trying I'm doing all now listen don't say this like I'm doing all I can no you ain't we could all do better we could all do more and we all should right so what we need to say Lord help me to overcome me because I'm my biggest hindrance because Lord I don't think much of myself I know there wouldn't be many amens right there the least person in this building in your mind you are still needed I don't care if you think you've got a talent. I don't care if you think you've got anything to offer God. You are wonderfully made. You are a unique individual. And only you can be you. Now saying all of that, I'm going to do something I've never done before. And I've been serving God for over 34 years now. I'm going to call a name, and I'm going to ask them a question. Don't get mad at me. If you don't want me to call your name, raise your hand right now so I'll overlook you. But you'll probably be the one I really wanted to call. <laughs> Richard Robinson, is everything all right between you and God? Did that make you mad? Well, it must be true then. Because usually it makes you mad when you're guilty. You know, back when your daddy said, Son, I didn't do that, daddy. I mean, you're guilty. You was guilty, right? I mean, you went confessing. No, not me. Little Grayson, he'd say, I promise you, Papa. I promise you. I promise you. 
When he says that, I know he's guilty. I know he's guilty. I said, son, just confess it. I know you're guilty. Okay, Papa, I did it. <laughs> right? Bobby Stockton, everything all right between you and God? Did that make you mad? Good, you're a big fella. I didn't want to fight. I had a church <laughs> no how. He probably whooped me. I can't run as fast as I used to. If I got running, I'm running. But if he catches me, I might have to fight. Or just lay down and play possum. Oh, <laughs> you killed me. <laughs> Reckon he'd have mercy on me if I played possum. Oh, you killed me, you killed me. Probably not. Probably not. Carol Atkins, everything all right with you and God? You notice I'm just picking on the men. I'm afraid of you women. I'm afraid of you. You know why I'm afraid of you? You'll quit cooking and I'll lose weight. <laughs> You'll still feed me even though you're mad. I'm afraid to eat it if you're mad at me. It might put a little strychnine in there, arsenic or something. Hey, I'm already taking rat poison. I don't need anything else. Hello? Cumulative, yeah. That's rat poison, ain't it? What they tell me? <laughs> Is everything all right today, church? You know you're only responsible for you. You can't answer for me, and I can't answer for you. But there's not a soul in this building this morning that don't get overwhelmed. And the load gets heavy. I want to say to everybody here, I'm here to help you carry your load. And when I need help, I want somebody to be there to help me. You say, preacher, you need help? Hey, I may be big as a horse, but I can only carry so much load. I thought Bobby was getting up to help me there. Are you ready to meet God today, church? Let's stand together. Let's stand together. I want to ask you something serious now. We've had fun. We've enjoyed God's presence this morning. But can you honestly say before you leave this building that you have truly minded God? Every head bowed and every eye closed just for a moment. Some are making their way to the altar. Come on, sis, and sing it. As Tanya comes and sings this song, and you're looking in your heart and you're looking in your own life this morning. God is looking to you also. Are you willing to pick it up this morning and carry it? Carry it on forward. Make sure that you're where you ought to be this morning. Right now, as the Holy Ghost has moved, God saves old sinners.
as she's singing it. We are all sinners. Some of us may still be a sinner and not be saved, but make sure you're saved this morning. People are praying in this altar. There's room for you. Would you step out and come and say, God, I've been overwhelmed lately. I've, I've been carrying a load, God, that I don't think I can carry any further. Listen as she's singing this song. Invitation for God to come into your life. For God to renew you, strengthen you, direct you. Listen to Calvary. Amen says sing it. Glad God saves old sinner. Can you say amen to that? Amen. Surprise and redeeming old sinner. Listen to this part now. Would say, sinner like me. Listen, listen. Listen now. Yes, I was. Listen. Lived in sin's prison. Amen. I'm so glad God saved old sinners. Sing it with her, church. I'm thrilled and amazed that I'm free. Biggest surprise in redeeming old sinner. Listen now. An old sinner like me. So glad God say, oh sinner. Yeah, <laughs> man, church. Yeah, man, church. Set them free. Begit surprise. Demon, oh sinner. That he would say, sinner like me, that he say, sinner like me. Give the Lord a hand clap. <laughs> Talking about being overwhelmed, I've been to three funerals in the last few days. Did a wedding here yesterday. Down in the revival at Faith Temple this week, they told me of another wreck that involved seven people and one dead in that wreck. Down east of here. And I thought, Lord, that's funny that all three that's had deaths that I've heard about had seven people in the wreck. 
Isn't that amazing that God keeps telling us and showing us that life is short? Very short. Man, we are blessed. All hearts and minds. Bless her, Lord. Amen. <clears throat> yeah, she's got to go 13th for a heart catheter. Remember her. See us back here still having trouble with her back and pain. Remember that. And all of us that's had back trouble, we still got it. Amen. Anything maybe I forgot this morning, remember Marvin, pray for him as he's dealing with some health issues. Remember those that's on the road on vacation, that they'll be safe. Uh, Dell and Terry went up to the ark and went on up to the creation center. And Terry called me last night and told me what a joy that was. Joanne and Richard, glad you mentioned that. 